Welcome to the Wedding Breakroom Podcast, where your favorite Oklahoma wedding professionals hang out, tell stories, and share advice. If you are a wedding professional, this is a great place to learn from your peers. If you are a couple getting married, you'll get an inside look into what it takes to make your day so special. Well, hey, welcome to the Wedding Break Room podcast. I'm doing a little uh, Tulsa edition. I don't get to get to know my Tulsa vendors very well or Tulsa friends very well. And so I, uh, I had the help from Ryan with Complete Weddings, and he helped me uh, get some really great vendors who I have worked with this one I am in the studio with today. It was, it was a great wedding we did together, and I was super excited uh, whenever, whenever you agreed to do this podcast. So... We have got Whitney Hewitt with XO Event Co. with me today. How are you doing, Whitney? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm doing good. So this is exciting. I'm in Tulsa. I'm never in Tulsa. So it, it, this gives me an opportunity to kind of talk to some people I don't see around very often and gives the listener an opportunity to get to know some uh, Tulsa vendors that they don't get to see because uh, I'm mostly known in the Oklahoma City market. So this is great. I'm excited that you're here. We're excited to have you. Yeah. So what... Uh, Tell me a little bit about XO Event Co. We are a team of wedding planners and coordinators, mostly based out of Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Um, but we are open for elopements and traveling worldwide as well. Okay. And you said a team of. So what does that exactly mean? Are you at all these or do you send out planners who are trained under you? Are they certified under you? Like, tell me what, what does team mean when you just use that word? So our team is mostly made of coordinators. Some of them are certified, you know, certified as a loose term in the industry. <laughs> sure. Um, but we have a multiple coordinators that can go out and do weddings on their own. So they do everything in the booking process. They meet from the very beginning with a couple and it's just like another version of me that yeah. has the same values as I do. Yeah. And, and that's very important. You said the same values as you do, uh, with your leadership, um, that, that goes a long way with how your, how your planners treat and the amount of detail that they put towards these weddings. So uh, if you got a strong leader like yourself, then your, your people are going to be strong as well. I, I did, of course, I did some research on you. I already knew who you were, but I still just wanted to dig in a little further. And I found a couple uh, reviews that people have, have written about your business. And I, w- I want to point one of them out. It says, with XO Event Co., my family, wedding party, and I could thoroughly enjoy the day without stress. So the the review is a lot longer than that, of course. Right. But I love that word, without stress. So what is it that you do that causes these brides and grooms and couples to have a stress-free day? What are some things that go into that, that that a couple may not even think about? I think that's a great question. I think that you know all wedding planners, that is our main goal, is to create a stress-free day. But really, that is the core in our mission of our company is to create that. So I love that you asked that question. Yeah. But what we um, look to do is basically take care of not only the couple on their wedding day, but also the family. And that is the groom's family as well. And then the wedding party, but then also the vendors that are working that day. So that's kind of what we look to do. And by reducing stress from the vendor standpoint, the parent standpoint, and from the couple standpoint, it's just a byproduct of that. 
so you focus on, of course, the bride. That's that's the obvious thing. But you also focus on the the guests as well, the friends and family. Can you tell me something, like maybe an example or two about uh, what you do to help lower the stress of like even maybe the mother of the bride or uh, or or maybe the wedding party? You just kind of talk to me about that. Like s- steer the direction away from the bride and, and give me some examples of that. Sure. So one easy thing that we do is. Um, you know, when it comes to toast for the wedding party or the father of the bride, is having a drink prepared for them when they get to the front. When they come to the DJ booth, we have a glass of champagne in our hand, or if we know the father of the bride's drinking some whiskey, you know, we'll have that ready for him so he doesn't walk up and have an empty glass. Yeah. So that's one little small thing that we do um, for um, the family of the wedding. Yeah, and that's very important because most of these people going into toast, they aren't public speakers. They've never talked in front of a bunch of people before, so they're nervous already. So having something that one less thing they have to worry about uh, goes a long way. And and for couples, this is what you want out of your wedding coordinator is somebody who, who's going to help ease the stress of not only the bride, not only you, the bride or the groom, but also the wedding guests. And I love that. And something else that in, in something I read, you talked about, uh, you, you're so detailed that you even have a spot in the timeline to where somebody brings the couple, their preferred drink to make sure that that's on the table. Absolutely. Like so that's real detailed. Yes. So we find <laughs> out from the couple what their drinks are that they want from the bar or even if it's lemonade or whatever that might be and their appetizers or their hors d'oeuvres from their cocktail hour. A lot of couples say we didn't eat on our wedding day and that is not a case for the XO couples. So we make sure that we carve out a little time, at least to have an appetizer, maybe their salad or maybe even their full meal before they walk into the reception, depending what that format looks like. Yeah. And that's, that's super important. I've done a wedding before with no coordinator and I have found myself in the buffet line guessing what the bride and groom would want and putting that on the table because they, they were going so long without eating. Uh, everybody was pulling them in every different direction. And I, I mean, of course, I went to the bride first. I said, do you guys want something to eat? They're like, yes, we'd love something to eat. So right. like, I didn't want to sit there and be like, well, they got beans and rice. And mm-hmm. so I just, I mean, they picked the caterer. So I figured they're pretty much good with everything. But just a little details like that is why it's so important to, to not only hire a planner or coordinator, but to hire a good one. Because even some planners may not think to have the preferred drinks on their on their table or to make sure that the, the wine glasses are full before toasts and speeches to, to to give the people giving a toast or a speech one less thing to worry about. So that's not only a sign of a coordinator, that's a sign of a good coordinator, in my opinion. Well, thanks for that. We try to <laughs> do the little details that matter because that's the thing at the end of the day you're going to remember is that we had a chance for five minutes before we walked into the reception, just the two of us, um, because you know EXO carved that out for us that we got to have some appetizers or some yep. dinner. Just have a minute to de-stress from the wedding day for just five minutes. Go to the bathroom privately if you want to <laughs> in your hotel room, and then we'll take you down to the reception and get the party started. Yeah. Awesome. There's another, I'm going to say another thing that a bride said, uh, she said, and, and by the way, this is not what I'm about to go into. It paints the picture of you not just saying this stuff and then giving a different result. People being uh, disappointed. Well, Whitney said this about my wedding and then my wedding happened and something else happened. So I'm going to use a quote that one of your brides said to, to kind of help 
paint the picture of your consistency, your your leadership consistency, your quality consistency. So one of your brides, I didn't I didn't write down the name, but you'll probably recognize recognize who it, who it is. They said, luckily I was in a wedding party for a wedding that Whitney plans, and I was able to see her in action. It completely blew me away. So whenever they see you in action they want you as their wedding planner. And right. it's probably the small things. Was there anything that you think, it, if you can think of who this bride was, I know you got a lot of reviews, so you probably may not even be able to think of this bride, but um, can you think of anything that you did that that they saw you in action and they wanted you because of that? Because not everybody's going to see you filling up the filling up the, uh, the the champagne and all that. That's kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff that's right. very important. Uh, but what did she see in action? do you think? Uh, probably. I can't think of which one specifically. We get a lot of clients in that fashion that they were a bridesmaid of that wedding. And so then they become our client. And that's yeah. probably some of our most fun ones because then we get to see that previous bride at their wedding too. Yeah. But um, some things that, you know, might have ran across would be like our emergency kit. You know, we come fully packed. It's this huge thing. We even have a small one that stays in the bridal party room. And so that way, if somebody needs a Band-Aid or an ibuprofen or a safety pin or something like that, they can just go and grab it on their own um, and then well, it can be there. But, you know, we've had instances where the top button of a tux pops off. And mm-hmm. so that is the most fun to try to fix because it's not just sewing it back on on those cheap suits. They are completely breaking off that button. And so we have to either manufacture a way to get that put back together or we have to get a new button and put it on. So because if you only have one button on a suit, then that's it. Um, but another thing too is the wedding party during that cocktail hour time is like trying to find them an opportunity to go and get a cocktail from the bar or bringing a tray over or with hors d'oeuvres and drinks for them too, yeah. because they've had a long day as well. And you know, they deserve a drink. Yeah, for sure. And that sounds like a wedding coordinator I would like to have. If my button pops off, you know, who, who am I going to go to? Hey, right. go get the wedding coordinator. And you actually know what to do in those situations. Yes. So hopefully, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, um, well, let's talk about, let's, let's shift gears and talk about, um, uh, something that, that you said in, in one of your, your print magazine things that I read is that you have learned some mistakes over the past 10 years. And those mistakes, I imagine, is what led you to, to become where you're at now. And mistakes are a good thing. I'm not saying like, Whitney, you made mistakes. <laughs> uh, I'm saying that's a good thing. There's actually a quote that says, uh, people who never make mistakes work for those who do. Um, there's all kinds, I mean, if you're not making mistakes, you're probably not doing anything, anything at all. Uh, so what kind of mistakes have you made in the past and how's that helped you, how, how's that helped the quality of EXO events moving forward in the future? You know, it definitely has been a lot of mistakes. And, you know, that's something the best way to learn is to do one and not do it again. And that is something that I try to bring to our team is, you know, you can be certified, but until you get in action and actually do some weddings, there are going to be some things that you could just never possibly prepare for. Um, One of the easiest mistakes that I made a couple of times before I realized it was when it comes time for the cake cutting. Um, there's a few things that need to be on the table. And if you don't have a great caterer or someone that is paying attention to that, you've got empty toasted toasting glasses. Um, and then you also don't have anything to cut the cake with possibly, or even if you do have your cake cutter and server there and your toasting glasses there, once you cut the cake, you have nothing to put the cake on. So there's no plate. And then 
in the rare event that we have a cake smash, hopefully those are going out <laughs> of style, that you have a napkin there um, just in case. Yeah. So those are things that, you know, we try to also have a beat on if we think that groom's going to smash cake. Like there's not only a <laughs> napkin on the table, but we have like a wet something over on the side because it's going to be in her eyelashes and we're going to have to try to do that right after yes. and, and now it's opinion time because what you just said, I'm curious on your opinion. You said you, hopefully that's a trend that goes away soon. Are there any other things that you just kind of hope go away soon? I'd probably have to think on that. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll come back to that question then. Uh, you said, and this is something I think could be helpful to, to wedding vendors who are listening to this. Uh, before this chat, we were just, I mean, before this recording, we were just chatting and you said something like, uh, you don't do corporate events because you don't have a passion for it. Did I get that right? That's right. I, okay. I sprinkle in some corporate events um, here and there as they're requested, but um, I learned, you know, from doing them and working with corporate clients while they are fun, that there's something special about a wedding day. And I think that also ties back to why I don't do a ton of birthday parties and yeah. things like that. You know, this is a birthday party can be a milestone event, but your wedding is, you know, at the height of some of your, <laughs> the biggest party you're probably ever going to throw. And there's something special about that, that you're going to remember. Yep. And we, that's the part of your, that we want to relieve stress from is from something so big that you really may not know how to do on your own. Yeah, and I love that because um, it, myself included, when I first started, I was advertising as I would do a birthday party. I'll do anything, a corporate event. I still do some corporate events, but I have really honed in my skill on weddings, and that's what makes uh, my company great at weddings is if somebody says, will you play my birthday party? We say, no, that's not, that's right. not our passion. If we stick to what our passion is, and that's what makes a company great, and I could see that in your company whenever you, you willingly probably turn down things because it's not your passion, which does make what your passion is stronger, yes. which is weddings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I've actually heard that for advertising advice, uh, somebody said as a DJ, um, they said, uh, don't ever put birthday party or, or, or anniversary or anything like that on your print material. You do weddings. That's what you do. And, and, uh, that's what I've, that's what I've been doing. And just like your story, I'm not passionate about the other stuff. Uh, and that's why weddings are so strong in my company. That's why weddings are so strong in your company. Um, so uh, have you had any challenges um, as a business owner? Let, let's walk away from, uh, from wedding planning, that conversation just, just for a little bit. What kind of challenges have you had as a business owner? Then how have you maybe overcome those challenges? Uh, when I started EXO was in 2019, you know, I had worked for a previous planning company. And so, you know, I had a way that I wanted this business to be run. And, you know, my business plan was written according to, you know, a couple of things of how I'm going to grow in the next three to five years. And so one of them was I was going to do some venue management. And that was part of my plan for about two years from when I started. But of course, in 2019, we get hit by two venues that immediately want us to do management for them. And so um, that's one thing that I have took on one is doing really, really well, and that's going amazing. And we have a team over there. Um, but then I had a challenge with the other venue that we just couldn't get things up and running. There wasn't like the same mission in mind, I guess you could say. And so um, that was probably one of my challenges too, was also like jumping in too quick to something that I knew I wanted to do, but really I wanted to just focus on my core, um, yeah. which is wedding planning. So it's easy to try to look at, um, an opportunity, but sometimes can be a distraction. So if you don't have a good focus, your opportunity that is in front of you is just a distraction from what you really want to do. Yeah. 
And and that's that's absolutely true. I mean, that's 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 the reason I ask you that question is for other wedding professionals to hear your insight into into that. And that's that's uh, that's really insightful stuff on you know challenges and what to do and if it's not you know what you can focus on, just kind of like a kind of like weddings and corporate events. You, know, mm-hmm, you focus exactly. on focus on what you know you should. And so. Um, so as we start to wrap up, um, I do have a few other questions for you. One is just why? Why weddings? Like, why are you passionate about it? I mean, this is a wedding podcast, so um, so I, I feel like I've got to ask that question. Why is it that you are passionate about weddings? I come from a family of doers. Um, so my mom is the person that at every holiday she's hosting, she's in the kitchen the whole time. You know, I can't get her to sit down just at a regular family meal with my parents and my sister. I'm like, mom, sit down and eat with us. Like, quit hosting us, you know? And so I come from that family of just like doers. They would do anything for anyone. And so when it came to my sister's wedding, of course we could do it all, right? Yeah. We could do the catering. We could do this, the flowers and that. And so it came to my sister's wedding day and my mom's running amok, you know, of doing all the things and I'm running amok, trying to be a bridesmaid, doing all the things. And, you know, my dad's probably like loading something in the back to bring in the arch, you know. So it was really came down and no one could enjoy the day. Um, you know, we looked back on it. She was happy, but all of us were exhausted. And I thought there just has to be a different way. And so that kind of was how I knew I wanted to become a wedding coordinator was to take the stress off of the families to where the moms can actually be in the room with their daughter on the wedding day, you know, buttoning it up or the mom can be with the groom or, um, just be with a couple basically not being doing all the setup. And at the end of the night, you know, let them leave. We don't need you to stay and tear down. You go, I will load up everything and bring it to your house the next day or that night. And so you just show up, you party, leave, and that's it. <laughs> and truly, they don't have to worry. I mean, that kind of goes back to that that quote where it said, uh, my family event party and I could, could thoroughly enjoy the day without stress. I mean, that was so close to what you just said. Uh, did you write that review? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so close to what you just said that, that it just made no that's just another sign of consistency of what you say and what you do match. Uh, and that's why you're good at what you do. And, and you just mentioned like at the end of the night that they don't have to worry about um, like, well, I'll, ju- I'll just read this because it's coming straight from, from one of your brochures. Actually, it says when it's time to leave, we will make sure that your phone and personal bag make it to the exit vehicle. Sometimes we're able to get a to go box from the caterer, include that for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that I never even thought about as a as a, you know, at the end of the night without wedding coordinators or without good ones, I have seen uh, couples scrambling at the end of the night. Like almost everybody's gone and I hear the husband, the new husband say, uh, or the new wife say, did you get my purse? Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. Where's it at? It's in the bridal suite. Where's it at? You know, and then, so, and I've, I've actually heard, heard those conversations get almost like to where I'm like uncomfortable, like, oh my gosh, (laughs) they're arguing. Uh, they're not supposed to be arguing today. Uh, so that's something you take care of. Like they don't even Mm -hmm. have to worry about that. Yeah. And we do find out like their favorite flavors of their cake, because that is one Mm -hmm. thing, even if they do get to eat, they don't usually get to have any cake besides what they cut at the bottom. And a lot of couples disagree on that bottom cake flavor so the groom wants a lemon on the top and the bride wants the almond on the bottom so we'll get a slice of their favorite cake usually in a to-go box even if they don't do um, the food from the caterer and send that with them so when they get back to their honeymoon suite maybe they could have some water or glasses of champagne and um, their cake right before they go to bed yeah now have you ever seen them uh, argue about something that you have had to 
bring them in and say, because you just mentioned the cake, like the bottom layer. Have you ever had to play like, not counselor, but like, I don't like family. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm at loss for words, but have you ever had to just say to the, to the, to the couple, hey, look, you're both disagreeing about this thing. It's, we're getting hung up on it. Uh, have you ever faced a situation like that to where you've had to kind of walk the bride and groom or the couple uh, through something like that? All the time. Oh, so all the time. Okay. As a wedding planner, you are part counselor or part mediator. And sometimes it's not through with the couple specifically. It, it does usually with the couple come down to design and to mm-hmm. where maybe he wants really rustic and she wants really glam. And so we have to find like, how do we mix that? And maybe it's a farmhouse table, you know, the wood tables with like the gold shivari yeah. chairs, you know, or something. And that can be really fun. So so that can be a way that we work that together. But a lot of the times it's a family situation. So it could be, you know, the parents are paying for the wedding and the bride disagrees with, you know, mom's flower choice. And so we're trying to find that middle ground to where everyone's happy at the end of the day. Yeah. Now, do you charge extra for dealing with momzillas? I don't. You um, don't? I, you know, I am fortunate with really, really great <laughs> clients. I think part yeah. of my business is, you know, you attract clients that are sort of like you. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, so I think that that's why I get the best clients ever. Yeah. Awesome. And that's a good point. You said you attract clients who are kind of like you. And that's what I mentioned in the very beginning about when you said the XO is a team, that your leadership and your quality is going to transfer over to them because of who you are. So like you as a leader of this company, you're going to attract uh, you're going to attract planners to work with your company who are like you, who are detailed. Um, it kind of goes with, you know, if I was a, Uh, if I was a pastor of a church and I'm a musician, I'm going to attract my, my, my choir is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm a, a pastor at a church and I love leadership, my choir may not be all there, but my, my Sunday school leadership is going to be top notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of the same. I mean, I'm, I'm using a church example, yeah. but uh, that's kind of the same. It's like you're passionate about the little things. Uh, and so just like uh, your clients are attracted to kind of who you are same thing with your the people who work for you they're going to be attracted to the qualities that you possess um, right. so well to wrap this up i know I, I said that like 10 minutes ago but it's fun it's so fun talking to you that that uh when i say to wrap this up we can we can jump into another 10 minute conversation before actually wrapping it up but i think we're going to wrap it up this time <laughs> uh is there anything that you want to to say any last uh, remarks that you want to say before we before you tell people where they can find you at? Um, I think the only thing I'd maybe say is that about for couples of, you know, to this is your wedding day. And so in the end, no matter what vendors are telling you that this is the tradition and this is the way that you should do things or this is what we typically see at the end. I think if you've got the right vendor team, they're there to serve you and make your day whatever that looks like. So if you don't want to have a wedding party or you don't want to do a traditional cake cutting and you just want to do. Um, donuts, you know, great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, voice that to your vendors and um, you'll know right off the bat who are the right people to hire from there. And your vendor team will help make your day um, really what you want it to be. Perfect. Yeah. And I shared that exact advice pretty much uh, to some to some brides I talked to the other day at an event that, you know, set your expectations as a bride, 
set those expectations. I always paint it like this is it's five minutes after your wedding. Let's say your wedding ends at 11 o'clock. It's 11.05. And I, I, I present this to my bride to her bookness as a DJ as well. I say it's 11.05 and you just had the best wedding you could ever imagine. What happened to make it good? What role did each vendor play to make it perfect for you? And now you have set those expectations, making it easier for you to pick the right vendors for you. Because now you're not lured in by, you know, we'll give you a discount or we'll give you half off or, or whatever that may be. Nothing wrong with discounts, but some couples get lured in by that just because of the price. Right. Uh, if they set their expectations first... Now they're going to know, well, that's a good price, but it's not what I want. Yes. Um, so, and I think you just kind of represented that uh, uh, in what you just said. So, well, thanks so much for being here. Um, Thank you. Uh, or I guess I should say thanks for mu- so much for having me because uh, I'm, I'm in your <laughs> territory right. right now. Thanks uh, for being here in Tulsa time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's exciting. I told my wife that I was coming here. Uh, yeah, I mean, she knew I was coming here, but I reminded her last night and she started singing a song about Tulsa and then I started singing another song about Tulsa mm-hmm. and then she started singing the first song she started singing about Tulsa and I said you lose and she was like what do you mean I was like we were playing a game we had to go back and forth singing a different <laughs> song about Tulsa so uh, she didn't know the rules but I won anyway <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> well tell us where we can find you at that's uh, social media website um, just where can brides and even if another vendor wants to contact you how, how can they do that um, you can visit our website xoeventco.com we do also have Instagram and Facebook as well so really anywhere you'd like to perfect well i appreciate it whitney thanks for being being a part of this i've enjoyed this appreciate it